Danger Hour is back. I'm your fancy pants host, Jamesy Pooh. And you and me, and the rest of us, are all going to go on a fantastic audio adventure through the podcast lands. Oh, sounds uh, very exciting, James. And I'm sure everybody's so excited to let this journey begin. Oh, God. You know, you don't speak for everybody. James, I, I speak for the majority of people, James. I think I have my, my hand on the pulse. The pulse of what's happening. All right. Here we go again. Starting off the show with some more bullshit. Um, <clears throat> what else is new, right? Let me tell you what's not bullshit. Look at the segue on that one. What's not bullshit is what my wife recently did to me. You know, I felt violated. I felt embarrassed. And you know what? Just downright betrayed. Well, James, now you know how your wife feels. Oh! <laughs> that was a pretty good one. And to quote my son every time he rips on me, Oh, you just got roasted! (laughs) But yes, my wife did something to me, I think maybe for the first time in our long award-winning relationship. So uh, let me paint you a mental picture with my words of paint. The other night, this must... You know what? Let me give you exact dates because facts are very important. Hold on. It was December 20th. Today happens to be December 28th. I will get back to that later on in the show. But for right now, the date is December 20th I'm speaking of. It's a Thursday night. Now the wife and I are really getting down and dirty. Okay? We're uh, wrapped up in the heat of passion. Now this happens all the time, okay? (laughs) Her and I, we just can't keep our hands off each other. Now, I know all of you other married people in your mid-30s with kids. I know it's a wrap on your sex life, but uh, not me and my missus. Oh, no. We're like a couple of 17-year-olds. James, that's a little creepy. couple of 18-year-olds. That's better. (laughs) Consensual. Anyway, we were uh, doing things. And uh, yeah, she, she just got totally lost. She lost her mind in the heat of passion. And I didn't realize it either because I was also in the heat of passion and temporarily insane. Afterwards, <clears throat> after I completely satisfied her over and over again, I went to the bathroom and I noticed that I had a marking on my neck. Oh, God. Yeah, big fat hickey on my neck towards the top of the neck that's not easily hideable. Now, as you might uh, have guessed, I was horrified and I was uh, really pissed because what am I, a fucking 15-year-old chola? What the, I got no business having hickeys on my neck. You know, I knew this girl. <clears throat> Ahem. I knew this girl. She lived across the street from a buddy of mine. 
And uh, let's just say that uh, <laughs> she was a little loose and uh, got around. Yep, she was a whore. No. <laughs> she had hickeys all over her neck all the time. And uh, let me just tell you this. It's not a good look. So I was uh, mortified. And I went, I immediately rushed into the room. And my wife was laying in bed smoking a cigarette, completely satisfied. And I went, look what you did to me. And I got right in her face. And I was pointing, you know, gesturing. And she decided not to have the reaction that I would like her to have, which is to be horrified also and really console me and, and, uh, and embrace me in her warm bosom and uh, wipe the tears from my eyes. No, she started busting up, laughing hysterically like a fucking maniac to my dismay. Yeah, man, she just started laughing. And I'm like, this isn't funny. And of course, I start laughing because it is funny. But uh, <laughs> it's far less funny if you're the victim. And so I'm like, what am I going to do, man? I got to go to work tomorrow. Okay, I got to deal with people. Because in my line of work, I encounter a vast number of people. So she tells me, just tell, if anyone ever asks you, just tell people that you're wrestling with your son. And that you got like a rug burn. I'm like, that shit's not going to fucking fly. Nobody's going to buy that. And she starts laughing. Just say it anyway. They'll believe it. I was like, oh, God. So I go to work the next day. And I'm fucking embarrassed. All right. I feel like, you ever read that book, The Scarlet Letter? About that whore from, uh, <laughs> from a long time ago, from hundreds of years ago? Uh, Goody Proctor. Is that the same book? Is that The Crucible? It's probably the same book. I don't fucking know. No, no, that's, that's, that's not true. The Scarlet Letter is what it was called. Yeah, I'm a moron. Hold on. Six minutes in, you've established that I'm a moron. Well, last, last show is three minutes in, so I'm making progress. So The Scarlet Letter. Some chick uh, has an affair, and she's got to wear the, the letter A on her, on her dress signifying that she's a whore. She's an adulterer. And uh, everyone judges her accordingly. So that's how I felt. I felt like, <laughs> like everybody was judging me. And yeah, I know it's 2019. And I know I'm a married man, right? But I still can't help feeling like I'm the town hussy. Okay. I, uh, I, ha I have an old soul. <laughs> So I walk into work, and every day starts out the same way at work. We have a little fucking get-together, discuss business and whatnot, go over things, <clears throat> go over things and stuff, and I'm doing a really fantastic job of hiding this affliction that I was bestowed upon. <laughs> I'm keeping every, everybody to my right side. It's on my left side, this uh, abomination. And... I'm doing a fantastic job of keeping everybody away from me. Now, I get outside, going to my uh, work vehicle, and one of my buddies, he happens to walk on, on the side that, is, uh, that has been <laughs> violated. And I'm doing some stuff, and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to try to fucking spin around and hide it, because it would be awkward, and it would just make it more obvious. So I just stay in my same position, and he goes, he totally calls me on it. 
He goes, oh my God, you and your fucking lady still do that shit? And I go, play it off, James. Just play it off. And I go, what are you talking about? He's like, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> and in my head, I want to fucking die laughing, but I'm just, you know, I'm still keeping up this little, this little fucking act. I go, what do you, dude, what do you mean? He goes, come on, man. Like, Stop fucking around. Stop lying. I go, dude, what are you talking about? He goes, there's fucking hickey in your neck. I go, oh, hickey? I'm like, oh, no. Me and my son were wrestling. And then, and after, and he goes, ah, shut up. Really? You're going to try that shit on me? <laughs> and then I start laughing. I go, Dick, I'm serious. I go, my son and I were wrestling. He goes, come on, man. I go, hear me out. My son and I were wrestling yesterday, rolling around on the carpet. And then he started sucking on my neck. <laughs> oh, my God. He started laughing his ass off. I started laughing my ass off. It was perfectly delivered. Now, I'm not one to brag about myself. Okay, James. You specifically have a podcast to talk about your life. None of us buy that either, James. All right, fine. It was pretty fucking funny, though. One of my finest moments. And then I was like, yeah, dude, the fucking wife last night, she just uh, got carried away. Ah, He's like, oh, wow. Even raised his eyebrows in, in approval. In shock. I don't know why. I don't know why all my friends can't tell by looking at me and conversing with me every day that I am a highly sexual character. <laughs> I'm a Scorpio, as you all know. And, uh, you know, these things just tend to happen here and there. I told you before, you get too close and I will, I will sting and I will pinch you. You've been warned. <laughs> yeah, so uh, that whole day I had, to, I had to meet different people, talk to different people, and just really suck it up, <laughs> pun intended, <laughs> and, uh, and really be embarrassed the whole day. And I got, I got home and I told my wife, I'm like, I go, you know what? You have caused me so much fucking misery today. And she just keeps laughing. Oh, man. You know what? Later on that day, the next day, my, my daughter goes, Daddy, what happened to your neck? I was like, oh, I got a bruise. It kind of looks like you've maybe got a hickey. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, no. My 11-year-old daughter. I don't know how she knows about that. But she called me on it, too. But, uh, well, she just said it kind of looked like it. Maybe that was like a big fuck you, daddy. I, I can't be sure. She's still at the age where she could be innocent still, but possibly also saying fuck you in a uh, subtle way. Nobody knows. Nobody can know. Oh, Jesus. All right. <laughs> it is uh, December 28th, as I mentioned. And that is the only gift I got from my wife this Christmas. Let me tell you something about this Christmas. I tried, a, I tried the same approach I did a couple years ago with great success. So, <clears throat> as a parent on Christmas, you try to, uh, you know, make your children and your wife happy and get them some gifts that you think that they will love and adore. And, you know, they seem excited at first, but uh, with the kids, not long after, they don't give a shit about the gift no more, or it's on the floor, or, you know, they never use it, never look at it, and they're on to the next thing. 
it just seems like a colossal waste of money. Like last year, <clears throat> I got my daughter, uh, well, I got everybody expensive shit, and it seemed like a big waste. So I said this year again, I'm going to try something I did two years ago, which uh, sort of blew up in my face two years ago, if you remember the story. Uh, I'll give you the short version. I decided uh, two years ago to take the, the wife and kids on a trip instead of buying them gifts. The gift would be to take them out on a trip somewhere. And uh, we decided to go to Vegas. Yeah, I know. Maybe it sounds like a stupid idea, but the whole... The whole thought process was, let's go feel like we're really taking a trip because it's a drive. It's not too far, but it's a drive nonetheless. You get to stay in a hotel. You get to eat at, at uh, all kinds of different restaurants. You get to see a show. You know, get to do, do activities. There's all kinds of shit to do in the town. And it just seems like a one-stop shop to do all kinds of things, so... Two years ago, I took the family to Vegas, and it wound up being really fun until, yep, I had my episode. You listen to that show. You know all about it. Like I said, I'll give you the short version. I wound up... <laughs> I wound up... Uh, oh, boy. I'm even uh, reluctant to talk about it because I'm embarrassed about it. I wound up getting a Fat Tuesdays. And I got extra shots in it, and I was uh, really on a good one. And I decided to get another another Fat Tuesday, the same drink, a refill. And uh, I was feeling really, really good, and I felt like uh, taking a walk. And I told the family I was I was gonna take a walk to get uh, you know the Earl of Sandwich. This was like a mile walk, but I felt like you know being out in the town, getting some fresh air. And uh, let's just say I never made it to the sandwich place. Now, I, to this day, I still believe that somebody drugged me. I went down, I, took, I walked the wife and the kids back to the room, to the elevator, told them I'd be back. I'm walking past the roulette table, and I, I thought, oh, what do you say, James? Why don't you take a seat up at the, or stand up next to the roulette table? Try your luck there. Huh? You got a couple 20s in your pocket. Why the hell not? So, uh, you know, hanging out, wind up losing all my money. But I'm talking to this Mexican dude who's really, really winning a lot. He's like betting all kinds of money. He's getting me or he's telling the waitress to bring me fucking beers. I'm having a blast hanging out with this dude. Hours fucking go by, probably. I don't even know the concept of the time. And I told him I'm going to take off. He slips me a $100 bill. Says Merry Christmas. Take the family to to breakfast or lunch tomorrow. You know, have a great time. I say goodbye to my new best friend. I start walking. I'm fucking feeling great. Uh, next thing you know, I'm blacked out and I'm waking. I'm coming to in <laughs> in the Planet Hollywood Hotel, but I don't know where the fuck I am. Anyway, dude, I just kept blacking out and waking up. Or uh, not waking up. I kept blacking out and then coming to in different locations and not knowing how I got there or remember getting there. And it was fucking scary. I didn't get back to the hotel until about four in the morning. Something like that. My wife was fucking worried. And uh, she said I sounded like I was out of my mind, but I was speaking completely clearly. I wasn't, I tend to slur when I'm drunk as hell. She said I was speaking completely clearly and uh, I just seemed like I was mentally 
fucking there, but I was talking like a crazy person. I think I was drugged at some point. I don't know who, if someone slipped something in one of the beers that they were bringing me at the fucking gambling. I don't know, dude. Something didn't add up, though. I've never been like that before. But uh, anyway, the wife wasn't very happy at the end of that trip because that whole experience. And she vowed that we'd never go to Vegas again and that she, with me, and, uh, and, <laughs> and that uh, I should never go back to that city. So, cut two years later, <laughs> guess where we went for Christmas? <laughs> Which goes to show you, everything is, uh, is okay with time. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been a good boy. Uh, I guess I earned her trust again, and I, I reaffirmed her that the same thing would not happen, that I would be a good boy, and I will not be visiting the establishment known as Fat Tuesday, which I <laughs> was truthful about. So here's the thought process. I don't like the—I already told you, I don't like wasting money on presents. It just seems fucking dumb to me. Uh I don't like it. I'd rather give the kids an experience and uh, let them have a lot of fun. And that's what we did. So this time we went back. Now, I don't know why I fucking dropped the ball on this, but we left Saturday around uh, noon. I wanted to leave at nine in the morning. Then you wake up and you're kind of just like feeling lazy and uh, I want to have breakfast and take my time. I don't want to rush out of here. Who cares? We're on fucking vacation, four-day weekend. But like an idiot, I don't, I don't think about, hey, dickhead, there's going to be a whole bunch of people taking off and going out of town right now. And the longer you wait, you'll probably be sitting in the more, the more and more traffic. And yeah, dude, we were in traffic. Oh, my God. Normally, you can go to Vegas from my house in about three and a half hours. It took us... Six fucking hours to get there. Ah! Is there nothing worse than sitting in traffic on a long drive? Traffic is without a doubt my number one pet peeve. I fucking despise it. I just, it feels like it's just sucking my life away. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Oh, Jesus. Ugh. And on top of it, I don't know if you can tell. Maybe you can't. I don't know. I started getting sick on the drive over there. All of my family has been sick, but I've managed to avoid it. Up until the fucking day we're driving to go on our little uh, Christmas vacation. I start feeling my fucking body shutting down and like, you know, my... uh. <laughs> <laughs> my immune system is going, all right, dickhead, we're surrendering. And I'm like, no, not now. Why? Why now? Yeah, I started getting sick. And uh, anyway, we get to Vegas. This time we're staying in Old Town. I've never stayed in Old Town. I've heard a lot of good things about it recently. But you know what? I'm going to tell you this. This was my first and last time staying in Old Town. <laughs> Uh, it's a little rough. Um, I mean, everything there is cheaper, but uh, you understand why when you're there. It's a, it's a, you thought that there was a lot of fucking weirdos in Vegas. Boy, oh boy. There's a whole bunch of fucking delinquents hanging out in Old Town. 
Oh, Jesus. It's not a place you should take children, I'll tell you that. <laughs> now, a part of me feels like an asshole for taking my kids to Vegas because it's Vegas, right? You'd imagine it's mostly adults. But there's a lot of fucking kids and families in Vegas. It doesn't make it right, but it makes you feel a little better about it. I feel like an asshole because I just feel like people are judging me that are walking by with no kids. But uh, there are enough families there where you don't feel like a complete asshole, just mostly like an asshole. Anyway, I still fucking had a blast. The kids had a blast. The wife, I think, had a lot of fun. She's a really, she's hard to sell on most things. So we get into town. First thing we do since it's so late is we just go check in on the room. We stayed at the downtown Grand. I wound up getting a fantastic deal on this room. And I also uh, used some of my points from uh, Expedia. And I wound up getting like half off. So it was, it was, uh, it was fine. We get there, though. We, uh, we walk to the fucking room. We get in. It's like the last room on, this, uh, on the floor down the hall, which are second to the last room. And we walk into the room. And the fucking door, you know, like there's two joining rooms. The door to the joining room is unlocked and open a little bit. And we're like, what the hell? And it reeks of weed in the room. (laughs) And next door, you can hear like a fucking party going on. Like all these, you can tell it's a bunch of girls. And I'm like, and just like, oh, Jesus. And you hear guys next door too. And my wife is like, oh, my God, I bet they're in here smoking fucking weed. It smells like weed in here. She's all pissed off. And I'm like, and I'm just kind of creeped out the thought of somebody hanging out in our room. Like, what are they doing in here? <laughs> but everything seems to be in order. We lock the door and uh, she's kind of pissed. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to be next to these party animals. But at the same time, I'm thinking, who gives a fuck? Because I don't really care. And, but the wife is not too fucking happy. So I go, you want me to call and see if I can switch rooms? Yeah, because I don't want to be next to them making all this noise and this and that. And then I'm like, this is Vegas, man. I'm like, you know, we, you can't get too uh, hung up on this kind of stuff. I was like, but let me give it a shot. So I got called down to the room. It's like, and I got to put up my fucking big boy dad voice. Yes, hello. Yeah, we came into the room and we found the conjoining room door open and it reeks of marijuana cigarettes in here. <laughs> And the person's like, well, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, is, is there a way I can switch rooms? And the guy goes, I apologize, sir. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry that happened. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have any other rooms available tonight. We are completely booked. But uh, I guarantee you that today, tomorrow we can, we can put you in a different room and we will go ahead and waive your, your uh, resort fee charge today. And I tell him, well, I appreciate everything you can do for me and uh, I will call tomorrow. Thank you. So I tell the wife, yeah, they got nothing tonight. So we're stuck here. <laughs> and she has like this pissy looking face. And I go, I go, dude, what does it matter? We're going to be taking off anyway. We're not going to be here. Yeah, but that's probably going to be partying all night. And that. I'm like, dude, listen to the way they're partying. Look how hard they're partying. They'll probably be a fucking sleep before we even get back. And uh, I go, you know, this is Vegas. So you can't, be, you can't be too angry about it. I go, you know, we've done shit like this. This is how fucking old we are. This is how old my wife sounds, right? She, <laughs> I, I want to relax in my room, and I want to. I don't want to be annoyed by people next to me. I'm like, we're in fucking Vegas, though. We're not at 
Palm Springs on the golf course. <laughs> oh. And so I'm like, let's just, uh, let's just not worry about it. Let's go out and have a good time. So we take off. And uh, the first stop was we went to go eat something. I forgot what we ate. But uh, then we wind up going to play miniature golf, everybody. But let me tell you the twist, the Vegas twist on this miniature golf. Pretty fucking cool stuff. It was the Twilight Zone edition. It's like black light, glow-in-the-dark, cool-ass, weird stuff. <laughs> I like the Twilight Zone. I don't know all the episodes, so I didn't get all the references in the place. But it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, might have said that already, but uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so you go in there, you pick a ball. They all glow, neon colors. And yeah, it's all black lights, and uh, the course is all trippy looking. All kinds of strange looking figures and weird paintings on the walls. And they're all, uh, you know, the paint is like glow in the dark paint. And they're also playing some really cool music. Uh, it, was a, it was a really good experience. We all really dug it. Very, very cool. 18, uh, 18 holes. And uh, yeah, it was a nice, uh, the kids loved it. We loved it. I recommend it. Don't get your, your hopes too high. It's, it's not really a huge place. But uh, it's pretty fun. Fun little little twist. Yeah, you can do that in the, in the Bally's Hotel. And yeah, I suggest you uh, try it. It's a nice little, uh, you know, little change. You can even do it with your buddies. You just uh, get loaded and go trip out on the, on the visuals. Fuck, you can take some. Uh, I, you know, I, don't take, I don't suggest uh, taking psychedelics and being out in public like that. It's too... Uh, it's too overwhelming, I'd say. But uh, what if you're into that kind of thing? <laughs> so yeah, we did that. That was fun. And the next day, took the kids. Well, the, this is actually the wife suggested doing this. And uh, I was like, uh, okay. But I'm, uh, I'm pretty glad we did it. I think it was the highlight of the trip. It might not sound like fun, but it sure the hell was. It's called the... Pinball Hall of Fame. That's right. I think. <laughs> the hall, hall, yeah, Pinball Hall of Fame. It's off of Tropicana. A little bit off the strip. And uh, man, it's just like a fucking warehouse. But you walk in and there's just dozens of dozens of pinball machines. And uh, some old, old stuff. But I got to tell you. You know, I enjoy playing pinball. I kind of get bored of it quickly. But the shit that I really, really loved was... Uh, they weren't your typical pinball machines, although they did have pinballs in the games. Well, actually, only one of them did. It's like a baseball. It's called uh, Line Drive. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. It's from 1972. Basically, all it is is uh, it shoots a little pinball at you, and you have this little bat, and you press a button that swings the bat, and uh, you connect, and it launches a pinball up on the little baseball field, and whatever little tab you hit so there's you know a uh, single double triple and then there's out so if you if you make a single the little fucking baseball men up on the up above they run the bases oh it's so fucking amazing it's so simple okay but it's so much fun we all liked playing that game the most and the cool thing was it was only a quarter a play and you could face each other you could do one inning so it's a quarter each 50 cents me and my son played so many times. You just like battle each other, try to get the most runs, and whoever does wins. 
And if you get a home run, there's a little metal ramp in the center. And if you hit the ball perfectly down the center, and it goes up the ramp, and yeah, you score, and you, your little man runs around all the bases, and he goes, <laughs> and every time the guy score, goes, bing, bing. Oh, man. This might sound stupid the way I'm explaining it, but uh, I guarantee it. It's so damn fun. I even looked into buying a machine for my house. <laughs> but uh, I don't think so. It's about $3,000 for one of those things. But goddamn, is it amazing. Um, and then the other cool game that I played was, uh, was from 1968. It's called uh, Space Pilot. And that's fucking cool as shit. It's uh, pretty complicated. You have a little machine. Or it's a little spacecraft. It's got two propellers. A big one on the bottom that, that lifts it up and down, depending on how much uh, thrust you give. Oh my god, James, I play the same game. It's not like that. Anyway, and there's a smaller propeller on the side that moves it to the left and right, and it's uh, connected to this, uh, this rod. Oh my god, James, this game has everything! No! Shut up! Yeah, the rod in the center just kind of it goes in a big circle. Now, here's the thing. It has like a little probe sticking out. Oh my god, James! Damn it! Yeah, I know this sounds bad. It has a little metal probe sticking out of the spacecraft, and there's four towers, and uh, they have little arms hanging off the towers, and each are different levels. And every light that comes on the tower, that's the one you got to touch with your rod. <laughs> I mean, your probe. And uh, uh, that probably doesn't make any sense, but it takes a. Uh, it's it's pretty hard. You have to do the exact the controls the exact way to get at the right distance at the right speed. And you got to hit each arm of each tower. And uh, man, man, oh man, was that fun. Got little NASA stickers on it. That's funny because it came out a year before NASA landed on the moon, which is a little fun fact. <laughs> but uh, yeah, your old pal Dangy Poo really appreciated the old timey games. Let's say about me. I'm an old bastard, I guess. Yeah, those were the most fun to me. But, man, we even wound up going back to that place because it was so much fun. Uh, the first day, I think I spent 30 bucks. We were there for like two hours. Goddamn, you can't beat it. it. Makes you feel like a kid again. And, you know, of course, the kids loved it. Um, yeah, we ate at a lot of fancy restaurants. Well, not really. We ate at all kinds of places. We ate like at, uh, you know, really shitty places to really expensive places and everywhere in between. Got the kids... Uh, Different treats, milkshakes, took them to the Hershey store. They had a fucking blast. And they, you know, they like staying in the hotel. They even got to play in there. Once we we're at the hotel, we were just hanging out. Uh, they got to have their fucking Fortnite time. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a win for everybody. We all had a blast. And then, but the last night, oh, oh, man. The last night, Christmas Eve. We wanted to go to have a nice family dinner Christmas Eve. We just left the pinball place. And my wife's like, I want some shepherd's pie. And so I look up uh, shepherd's pie. And the number one uh, recommendation to go was this place called McMullen's. And it's like Irish pub, open 24-7. And they serve shepherd pie. And I'm like, oh, fuck. You want to do that? And she's like, oh, okay, let's go. So we go. And it winds up being a really nice place. Really fucking cool. I happen to love Irish pubs, and this one was a really nice one. So if you're ever in Vegas, and a buddy of mine at work, he's uh, raving about it too. He was like, oh my God, you guys went there. I fucking love that place. So two recommendations. 
I suggest you try it out. And uh, we walk in there. We even got our own private little uh, room to eat in. It was fucking sick. Had a really great meal. Food was amazing. Uh, had, a, had to, of course, have a Guinness. Had a red breast whiskey. Uh, fucking great. And the woman's like, uh, the waitress is like, oh, do you guys want an Irish coffee for after, after dinner? And, I, and I'm like, you know what? I think I do, but I'm pretty full. And uh, yeah, we're all stuffed, so we just left. And then we get back to the room, and I go, man, now I, can, now, now I have a hankering for an Irish coffee. And my wife's like, let's just go to the bar at the hotel, and let's just get one. I was like, all right. So uh, we go to the Irish bar, or go to the, uh, sorry, go to the, uh, the bar, the hotel. And I go, hello, miss, do you know how to make an Irish coffee? And she goes, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll take one of those. <laughs> she looked at me like, you fucking moron. And so uh, we go back to the room. I'm enjoying my Irish coffee. I'm relaxing, watching a Christmas story. And uh, we all had a little uh, relaxing evening, and it was fantastic. The only problem is fucking caffeine in the Irish coffee kept me up all night. I was just like having these crazy dreams. I couldn't really fall asleep the whole night. I wound up having to get up at 5 to take a shit. And I was like, you know what? Let's get up, get packed, and get out of here. Since I can't sleep, none of you can either. <laughs> but uh, the whole philosophy behind it was, you know what? I was stuck in traffic over here six hours. I'm not doing the same shit. We're going to beat everybody. We're going to take off early and avoid uh, any traffic. And it wound up fucking working. Made it home in less than three hours. Oh, yeah. Flying all the way. 80 to 90 miles an hour. Fucking beautiful. But at one point, there's the Cajon Pass. Uh, we get up to the very top, and we start seeing people slow down. I'm like, oh, no, what's happening? And it wound up being because of looky-loos, because on the other side of the freeway, coming the opposite direction, there was like a fucking 20-car pile up. Oh, my God. It was fucking brutal to look at. You know what's weird? It's like there was a Actually, there was a sign, an, uh, an automated sign on the way up saying, caution, ice, or whatever it is. And then right after that is where the accident was on the other side of the freeway. There was snow on that side of the freeway, but nothing on our side, which was weird. And yeah, like 20 cars, all... Some of them were shredded. It's pretty fucking bad. And uh, the traffic was all backed up on the other side of the street. The road was even closed. Like They closed the whole fucking road going that way. I'm like, oh, Jesus. I'm so thankful that we are not stuck in that traffic. I know it sounds selfish. You know, people are probably dead in that accident. But my biggest concern was that I wasn't in any traffic. That we were... <laughs> I can't even finish the sentence, dude. Oh, my God. I hope everybody was okay. It was Christmas Day, and a bunch of people were uh, in a terrible situation. But luckily... My family and I avoided all the traffic. All right, let's start moving along. <laughs> oh, God. Had a great Christmas. Uh, it, was, uh, it was pretty good. But, you know, I, I, on Christmas Day was the climax of my sickness, so I was starting to feel pretty bad. But I uh, visited my family, visited the, her family, and uh, it was a really great time. Really great time. So, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to keep doing this. I think I'm going to keep taking trips instead of uh, getting the present thing. Uh, I really enjoyed it. 
So, but next year, I don't know where I should go. I don't want to do Vegas again. Uh, been there, done that. But, you know, this year we, we tried all new things as opposed to what we did the last time we went to Vegas. And, uh, you know, we had a lot of fun. It was, a, it was a win overall. So, highly suggest trying that for Christmas if you want to switch it up. You're sick of the same old shit. You're sick of the goddamn materialism of having to go out and buy shit for people that they don't care about or whatever. Uh, there you go. But uh, maybe not. I don't know. Maybe you guys think I'm some kind of a fucking radical hippie. <laughs> Which I get. But uh, ah, what are you going to do? You can't win them all. So fuck you. Merry Christmas. All right. Like I mentioned, it is the end of 2018. We are nearly 2019. <clears throat> Three more days. And I got to tell you, I am ending this year in a piss poor way. <laughs> I'm, I'm ending the year as a fucking loser, everybody. In what way? Well, I'll tell you. I lost my fantasy football league. I came in, what, eighth place? Ninth place out of 12 people? I forget. It's too depressing to look. Uh, I got a coworker who uh, really, really made a, a lot of vocal points to me about how much I sucked and he was superior to me. So, uh, <coughs> fuck you, Brian. <laughs> but in the end, he didn't win after all. Although he did come in third place and got his fucking money back, which really bothered me. I mean, they are my rules. I could have just totally dogged him on it. I did tell him in, in text messages that he wasn't going to win shit. But uh, I did wind up giving him his 20 bucks back, his buy-in. So after all that, he wound up, uh, he wound up square. Well, I wound up $20 poorer. Although, it is worth the entertainment value over the last few months. So that's fine. But it all came down to my cousin Monkey, who? And my cousin Dominic, who? in a head-to-head -head showdown for Supreme Champion, and it went to my cousin Dominic, who, from Florida, he, uh, he wound up taking first place. A surprise to me and probably everyone else. I don't even know how closely he follows his shit. You know what? I'll even tell you this. A little inside information. And my coworker is probably going to be upset with me at this one. But I even had to text him as a reminder. Ten minutes before game time for the championship fucking game. Uh, oh, I'll take it back. It was a playoff game to see who playoff to see who would go into the championship game. I text him like, "Hey, dickhead, you got to set your lineup if you have want any chance of winning this thing." And oh shit, I didn't even realize that. So he had a guy that was benched. He would have lost. So I intervened, and you know what? Uh, I'm not sad about it. Okay, because uh, if I'm not gonna win, I'd rather someone from my bloodline win. So uh, I still somewhat won, okay? I am heir to the throne. Uh, yeah, so uh, my two cousins took the top, the top uh, prizes. So I fancy that. Damn it, I should have been I fancy that. I gotta think of something else now. Anyway, I, uh, yeah, I lost fantasy. I never started my diet and exercise, which I swore I would start at, at the beginning of December. You'll see, December 1st. It's going to be a whole new me. I'm going to start turning this thing around. Yeah, I started gaining my, my winter coat. Um, I need to get back into shape. Ah, fuck. I haven't done anything since my, <laughs> since my Hawaii trip. 
that's what I was working towards. And ever since then, I totally just shit on my fucking working out and my eating right. Oh, boy. I've gained about uh, 15 pounds. Ah! Uh, maybe 10 pounds. But, uh, yeah, I got a, a fucking loser. And also, I didn't finish all my house projects. Um, I have like four or five of them that I'm juggling. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's a good way to not finish anything. Have a bunch of things you're doing at once. Uh, so, yeah, I finished uh, this year as a loser. But, hey, next year I can start off uh, really with goals to set. Oh, Christ. Let's just call out what it is. It's fucking loser talk. Okay? More loser talk. I'm a piece of shit at the end of 2018. Uh, I dropped all the balls. But you know what? <laughs> next year will be different. You'll see. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Speaking of next year, let's go ahead and do what I usually do at this point. It's uh, something that I do almost every year, and that is the Danger Hour Year in Review. All right, so I take a look at 2018, do some reflecting, really see what the state of mind was in this country. And the way you do that is by the arts. So you look at the top songs, top movies, and then a little uh, category at the end I always cover, which I'll get to in a bit. So let's go ahead and start with the one I hate the most, which is uh, the music category, because I uh, never like any of the songs. <laughs> because it's always garbage, and I'm sure this year will not be any different. Uh, I looked up the top streaming songs from Spotify. I thought that would give me the, the best, uh, you know, just like my little friend said earlier, but the best finger on the pulse of what's going on in this country. Because uh, people are streaming shit now. No one's buying anything. And uh, I don't know if they keep track of songs that are stolen. So we'll just go with the Spotify top streaming list. And only gave me the top five. So I'll go through the five now. And the first one, well, I guess number five is Drake In My Feelings. Well, I already hate it. <laughs> that title sounds pretty ghetto. Yo, I'm in my feelings, yo. So hold on, let's uh, pull it up and then give it a go. Yep, I already hate it. Uh, this is the song? Oh, fuck this song, man. We all know this song from those bullshit fucking videos, right? With everyone trying to top each other, doing dumb shit. <laughs> Walking out of their cars. Oh, God, fuck that song. It can burn in hell. Uh, you know what? I don't think I like Drake. Everyone likes Drake. Let's go to number four. Uh, Psycho, featuring Ty Dolla Sign. I mean, is that one of those black dudes with the shit all over their face? Seems like all of them look the same nowadays. They've all got long hair and a bunch of tattoos in random places all over their face like they're fucked up coloring books. All right, it's called Psycho by Post Malone. Let's look that one up. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> all right, here we go. Let's see, is there, a, is there an ad? Course is an ad. Why wouldn't there be? Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. This ad's about uh, underarm spray for girls dancing at a club. You sold me. Alright, here we go. I can't wait. 
Ape it going psycho, the mama bad like Michael. Can't really trust nobody with all this jewelry on you. My roof look like a no show. Got down. This guy looks like a fucking mess. <laughs> Oh god. This music makes It seems like whoever listened to this is a, is is a stupid person. Am I wrong? It seems like you don't have to have any brain cells to listen to this shit. Oh my god, let's get to the fucking chorus already, dude. Oh, that was the chorus? Oh, Jesus. You know what? I'm just gonna... I'm gonna plan my suicide and be done with this world because uh, every year it just gets worse and worse. Uh... <laughs> Oh no, he he has a number three song also, Rockstar, featuring 21 Savage, Post Malone. That's Post Malone? Oh god. You know, I, I never even knew what he looked like. Uh, Rockstar, I already forgot the name of the song. Was. Hold on, hold on. Is there, is there another ad for this one too? Hmm? Oh no. Parental advisory and viewer warning. The following video contains explicit content. Here we go. All right, I'm going to skip story mode here and just get to the fucking song already. samurai in this video boys and girls <laughs> all right that's number three uh so far so terrible let's see come on any redemption in the last two? Oh, fuck i know number one let's see i don't know number two though it's called sad by i don't know this guy's name x x x temptation is it triple x temptation i don't know why do i do this segment i always get so angry i don't know any of this fucking music Am I am I the old angry guy? I don't like this new music. Jesus Christ. I like some of this stuff, but this is all fucking lousy. This is what people like? Oh, Christ. Okay, here we go with this guy. I don't know what this is. I've never heard it. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> Let's see. Why can't they spell names normal like they used to? Jesus. All right. Come on. Yeah, 
God. Did I just play the same song four times in a row? <laughs> How come everyone does that? Da, 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 da. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a new thing everyone does? I... Oh, fuck me. Okay, last one. And then we're done with this shit. Good thing there was only five this time. I couldn't imagine going through like ten of them. <laughs> Here we go. Number one. Drake, once again, with God's plan. That was the same song five times in a row. Now, <clears throat> hold on, let me write a new uh, a hit song for 2018 while we still have three days left. Hold on, give, give me a beat, give me a beat, yo. All right, yo, yo, put that on loop, yo, yo, okay, 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 cool, cool. Here we go. All right, ship it. <laughs> Am I wrong, or is that how they all sounded? You just mumble for a while, and then at the end you go, yeah. Right? There's no, uh, there's no chorus. <laughs> there's no uh, lyrics you can remember, right? You know what the worst part is of all this shit? My, I think my wife likes this garbage. And the thing is that she's infecting my fucking daughter with this. She plays this nonsense, and I think she likes it, and she uh, she likes to hear it. She knows I've heard these names come out of her mouth. Post Malone. Oh fuck! Now I know what he is. He's a he's a tattooed faced samurai. <laughs> I gotta put into that. Ugh. You know what? I'm just gonna break every uh, music playing device in the house and in the car, and um, force him to listen to the same 27 classic rock songs I listen to all the time. <laughs> on repeat okay that's that's uh that's that's my plan my plan eh all right so let's move on to movies now uh i'm gonna go to top 13 because i like the number 13 all right that's the only reason why so the top 13 movies of the year this is only in the this country not worldwide because uh the rest of the world doesn't matter right okay number 13 bohemian rhapsody I saw that one, and I thought it was good. I thought it was going to be better, but it was good. Uh, do I tell you how much it made? I guess I can say that. $186 million. Wow, that's number 13. You won't believe what number one made. So let's go to number 12, A Quiet Place. Oh, boy, did I enjoy this one. That's with John Krasinski, where you can't make any sounds or the things will get you. Man, that was a good fucking movie. I really enjoyed it. I took my kids to that. <laughs> and they loved it as well. All right, number 11. A Quiet Place made $188 million. Boy, I bet that was a big, huge fucking profit because that was a low-budget movie, I believe. All right, next up is number 11, A Star is Born. Oh, boy. This one was really good. I like this one a lot. And uh, Bradley Cooper 
boy, oh boy, did he knock my socks off. First time director and singing all those songs live. Very impressive. He actually, uh, he convinced me he was a grizzled rock star. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, you know what? He know he, you know he modeled his character after? The guy in, in the movie that played his brother, Sam Elliott. You know Sam Elliott. The guy with the fucking mustache, right? He's a legend. Hey, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know any of his lines. <laughs> I can't call any of his lines from any movies. All I can think about is the commercials he's done. Hold on, here's, uh, here's two for you. Here's, here's Dodge. <clears throat> if you can't dodge it, ram it. And then he also does beef. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, Jesus Christ, I got ADD. Uh, I need to take some kind of a pill to get me on track. Come on, James, steer the fucking car back on the road. All right, uh, A Star is Born. Uh, I liked it a lot, and uh, Lady Gaga was pretty good, blah, blah, blah. Still, uh, I'll, I'll play that song at the end. Okay, number 10, Venom. We are Venom. Uh, it was all right. It was entertaining. My daughter loved it, surprisingly. He was all in. Um, it was fun. My wife liked it a lot, too. Who gives a fuck, James? Just move on down the list. Okay, number nine. Uh, oh, Venom raked in $213 million. Star is Born was $200 million. Solo, a Star Wars story, considered a major failure. Uh, it's made $213 million. Whoa. That's not good, considering uh, the rest of the Star Wars movies make, what, closer to a billion yeah, dude, I think a lot of people protested this movie because they're uh, not happy with how the franchise is being handled, which is pretty fucking dumb. It's it's all these old fucks that, uh, oh, these are not, this is not my Star Wars movie. <laughs> You're changing it too much. It's like, well, yeah, it's not for you, you fucks. You guys are, uh, <laughs> are too old now. They're for the next generation. Oh, Christ. Don't take it so seriously, man. It was actually a fun movie. I uh, I really enjoyed it, especially the scene with Chewbacca. If you've seen it, you know what I mean. And if you haven't, you should check it out. It's fun. It's a fun watch. Definitely a fun rental. Okay, next up, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Another fun movie, but uh, this one should have been called The Wasp and a little bit of Ant-Man because it was mostly about that chick. $216 million. This is one of those... Uh, this is like the backlash of, you know, this wo- woman's movement we're going through right now. It's like a little too much. Like, all right, tone it down a bit. We get it. She's a badass. But uh, they just uh, they just kind of overdoing it with some of these movies. Like, look, she's a girl and she's really amazing and cool. Even better than the main guy. It's like, all right. <laughs> it's fucking called Ant-Man and the Wasp. It's not... All right, forget it. Settle down, James. Steer the fucking car back on the road, buddy. All right, next up, number seven. Mission Impossible Fallout. $220 million. Boy, I like this one a lot, too. Really, really strong action scenes and a fucking great score. Sounded amazing. Uh, I really dug this one. Henry Cavill was a beast. Oh, that fight in the bathroom. Oh, Jesus. That scene in the bathroom is, hands down, maybe the best action scene of the year. Check it out if you haven't seen it. Uh, Number six. Oh, this is a... This was a sleeper. I didn't see this one coming. Dr. Seuss's The Grinch. Number six, really? $261 million. Wow. It looked pretty fucking dumb from the commercials, but all right. 
Uh, number five, Deadpool two. I I've seen every one of them except that movie so far. I haven't seen The Grinch. Uh, Deadpool two, three hundred eighteen million. Uh, this was okay. I mean, it was fun. It wasn't close to the first one, but uh, you know that one was such a surprise. Can you even uh, can you be surprised that it's not a surprise like the first one was a surprise? Surprise. Okay, uh, number four. Oh, and speaking of Deadpool two, that whole stunt they just pulled with uh. Uh, making it a PG-13, editing the movie down to make it a PG-13 to re-release it. It was called, uh, what's it called? Uh, From Deadpool with Love or well, Once Upon a Deadpool. And uh, I was reading some comments on, on the onlines and people were being like, don't watch this movie. They're just trying to see if we'll pay to go to a PG-13 version so they'll stop making the R versions and they can make more money because you'll take your kids and you'll take your mom and then they're going to want all the money and they'll stop making the R-rated versions. And it's like, uh, well, they're uh, kind of making a point there. Anyway, I'm not going to go pay to see a toned-down version of Rated R. I'll just wait for the the rental you know i've already seen it i've seen the good version why would i go pay to see the other version doesn't make a bit of sense to me all right next uh number four jurassic world fallen kingdom this was a fucking terrible movie made 416 million dollars and uh they'll keep making these and uh, people will keep going to see them and i'll keep fucking going to see them because i watch all this shit it doesn't matter how bad it is i still go watch it and i'll be like that was that was bad i still paid for it uh, okay. But I mean, dinosaurs. Say no more, right? But Jesus Christ, was this movie stupid? Oh, was it bad? Oh, was it bad? Okay, uh, number three, Incredibles 2. 608 million. Look at that. Look at the jump from Jurassic World to Incredibles 2. Almost $200 million. That's, inc- that's incredible. <laughs> These are good movies, Incredibles. Um, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the first one a lot. It's worth a, a rewatch if you uh, don't remember. All right, number two, Avengers: Infinity War. Can you believe this is a number two movie? This was uh highly anticipated, six hundred and seventy-eight million. To me, that doesn't seem like it's a correct figure. How can that be less than number one? This movie was fucking huge. Uh, yeah, whatever. I mean, it was pretty fucking epic in every sense of the word. And, uh, that snap at the end. Oh boy. Oh boy. I really can't wait to see how they wrap this thing up. One last movie in the whole saga. Then they're going to go into the next phase. I think, uh, Captain America's done for. I think he's, he's quit the movie business. Maybe they're going to kill him off. Uh, they probably will. Because what else does he have? You know? He's got to sacrifice himself for the good of the world. And that'll be the ultimate soldier's uh, sacrifice, right? The, the most poetic death. That's a soldier's job, is to, is to sacrifice himself for the freedom of others, right? So how does, how does it go any other way? Okay. All right. Uh, and the number one, and the number one movie of 2018 is Black Panther. $700 million. Boy, oh boy. You know what? This was a big deal because uh, the blacks, they really, really got together in the street and they uh, marched to the theaters. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was... Uh... Let's, just move... Let's just back away from that one, okay? 
this was a cool movie. It was uh, essentially The Lion King with uh, black people <laughs> and superhero suits, right? Pretty much. Uh, all they were missing was a Kuna Matata and a dance number, and it would have been The Lion King. Uh, yeah, so, but that was good. Strong movie. People really seem to like uh, the villain in that movie. Creed. Is his name? Who cares? Uh, so that's your, there you go. That's the, that's the state of mind of people from America in 2018. A whole lot of uh, action. And only, uh, let's see, the very top three are like dramatic and the rest are all just uh, action-packed or funny. All right. That uh, last commentary did uh, nothing for this segment. So let's just move on to the final. So, yeah, this, is, this seems kind of painful to get through, right? I'm sorry, everybody. This usually, uh, I think this usually is painful. I don't know why I keep doing it every year. All right, uh, so last category to wrap up the year in review is, of course, the deaths of the year. Now, uh, to give you a little footnote, my buddies and I had been involved in a Deadpool, and that's where you pick uh, five celebrities that you think will die this year. And I got to tell you, after my uh, bitching and moaning earlier about uh, losing everything, well, this is one thing I didn't lose. Uh, so far, I got three more days, but so far I'm in the lead with two, two deaths, and the other guys have one each. So, so far, so good. I can expect a huge payout of $20 <laughs> if I do indeed hold the title of the Deadpool. So, uh, I think my two, well, I guess we'll get to them. We will get to them. Uh, so yeah, me, Lido, and uh, Peterson were involved in a three-way Deadpool. We even have uh, fun-filled categories like who we wish would die and who, it's like a X factor of a, uh, how do we do it? Who we hope will die and oh, and who will th who we think will die, but someone that isn't super old, you know, like a drug-related thing or, uh, you know, horrors uh, having too much cock. I don't know. I, I didn't make the rules. Okay, here we go. I'm going to go uh, month through month. They're just showing me photos here. I got to do my best to recognize who they are. So in January, we lost Jerry Van Dyke. He's got a funny name. I know he was famous. Is he related to Dick Van Dyke? Probably his brother. Well, he's dead. All right, uh, a couple broads. I don't recognize them. Some other dude. Nope, let's just skip to uh, February. Okay, let's go. All right, February. Uh, nope. Uh, John Mahoney. I think I recognize him from that show, Frasier. I never watched Frasier, so I don't mind him dying. Uh, let's see. That guy looks famous, but I don't know who he is. Vic Damone? I don't know. Oh, Billy Graham. He was on my Deadpool list. That's right. Some kind of a pastor, right? Well, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away there, ah, huh, Billy? All right, so he's dead. Uh, let's see. How old was he? He was up there. That's why I picked him. They give you a whole list of uh, the oldest people, like celebrities. Oh, 99 years old. That's right. It says here he was a spiritual advisor to every U.S. president, from Harry Truman to Barack Obama. Wow. Did he retire once Trumpy got in there? <laughs> All right. So, uh, okay, next up in March, uh, let's see. Oh, oh, Bozo the Clown. That's right. 89 years old. He died of heart disease. Uh I got no clown puns for that. Well, he's dead. Okay, so uh, next up we got, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, ooh, here's a big one. 
Stephen Hawking. Um, he had a robot voice. I know that much. I think he was smart. Theoretical physicist, honorary fellow of the Royal Society of Arts. How do physicists get paid? I've always wondered that. I've often pondered that. They, uh, they sit around and they think about uh, a lot of really grand ideas, but who pays them? And what do they show for it? He had a theory and then proved it wrong later. So, I mean, does he get, his, <laughs> they get their money back? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, he was 76 years old. Uh, he's dead. Okay, April. Oh, Arlie Ermey. Do you know who that is? Well, you should. He was the drill sergeant from uh, Full Metal Jacket. That's right. He was a fucking legend. And he was also the, more importantly, he was the uh, captain in Toy Story. <laughs> He's dead. Uh, this guy named Harry Anderson. I know his face. I think he was on some kind of a TV show. But uh, yeah, he's dead. Barbara Bush. Oh, shit. That was this year? Huh. Yeah, well, she's dead. Uh, Vern Troyer. Mini-Me. That's right. They had a, uh, a small funeral afterwards. <laughs> I think uh, someone gave a short eulogy. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to stop there because uh, I can't think of any more. <clears throat> All right, let's uh, move on. Oh, how old was Barbara Bush? She was, uh, let's see, 92. Congestive heart failure. Yep, you cannot run that. Okay, let's see. Next up in May. Oh, Margot Kidder. The original Lois Lane. Well, in uh, cinematic versions. I don't know if there was one before her. I'm not a huge movie buff in that capacity. Um... Uh, Mm, yeah, I always thought she was, uh, I don't know, I kind of thought she was good looking in that first Superman movie, but uh, she's like a psycho, right? Uh, 69, oh <laughs> well, oh boy, uh, let's see, moving right along, uh-oh, June, Anthony Bourdain, you know, a lot of people have a lot of love for this guy, and I have a confession to make, I never really saw that show, any show he was on, because I never had cable, so everybody was so bummed, that I'm like, well, I wish I knew what was going on with this guy. Seem like everyone likes him. And then I started watching this show on uh, Netflix. I don't think it was his famous show. It's called Parts Unknown, I think. And he kind of seemed like a dick. <laughs> Maybe that's what people liked him. He kind of said how he told it how it was. But uh, he didn't seem like he was very happy. So I kind of get it. Uh, all right, July. Uh, nope, nobody worth mentioning. Let's just go skip right along to the next month. Ah, uh, Aretha Franklin. I wonder if she finally got any R-E-S-P-E-C-T. <laughs> Just kidding. Come on. Uh, Robin Leach. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. I remember that show when I was a kid. I used to see it on and then I would skip the channel because it was dumb. All right. Uh, he's dead. John McCain. Oh, boy. Uh, Trump really insulted this guy. He said that heroes don't get caught. Ooh, low blow, asshole. Uh, Aretha Franklin was 76 years old. Pancreatic cancer. Ooh, that's the bad one, right? That's the one that when you get it, you have like less than a year. Is that true? Who knows? I'm not a doctor. Robin Leach was 76 years old. He died of a stroke. All right. All hard stuff. John McCain says, 
War Hero. That's the first credit he gets? Is that a job? <laughs> U.S. Senator. Uh, was called a maverick in the Senate. Age 81. Brain tumor. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, let's see. Oh, in September. Here's a real legend, huh? Forget those other people. Burt Reynolds. Talk about someone with a cool mustache. Burt freaking Reynolds. Uh, he was a dick, he seemed like. But uh, I've heard uh, other accounts, he was a really nice guy. But whenever I'd see him in interviews, he seemed like a real asshole. There's, uh, he's gotten into some weird altercations with people on The Tonight Show. We should look those up. He's just like throwing water at people. It's really fucking weird. But uh, he's dead. All right, let's see. Moving right along. October. Scott Wilson. You might remember Scott Wilson from a little show called The Walking Dead. He played the old man Herschel. Well, uh, he ain't walking no more. He's just playing out dead. <laughs> oh, yep, he's dead. All right, let's move right along. Okay, November. Uh, oh, you know what? I recognize this woman because I just saw a movie with her featured in it. Her name is Sandra Locke. And uh, she was in the movie uh, Every Which Way But Loose. Is that what it's called? Every Which Way But Loose. Any Which Way But Loose. One of those. With uh, Clint Eastwood, the first one. Do you know who that was? It was a Clint Eastwood. That's where he has that uh, orangutan and he boxes people. Yeah, she was the whore that he was in love with. So, uh, yeah, she's dead. I think she's had it coming. Uh, Roy Clark. Uh, I don't know who that is. The name sounds very familiar. I'm going to guess he's a country western singer. And uh, President George H. Bush. Known most famous for his... Uh, Cameo on The Simpsons, in which one of his lines was, let me show you a little something we learned in the uh, CIA. <laughs> bar! Bar, the boys are here. Come in, boys. <laughs> That's a great episode. Yeah, well, he's dead. Uh, and, uh, oh, the most important one from November, though, hands down. Forget about the uh, the whore from the Clint Eastwood movie. Forget about the, uh, the chubby... Uh, Country Western singer Roy Clark. Forget about those guys. Forget about the uh, the guy from The Simpsons, George, President George H. B- president. He was a president. Forget about him. The most important one. A legend. No longer living, but a legend. What the fuck was that? Holy crap! Oh my god, that just creeped me out. I'm uh, like I told you before in another episode. I got my recording stuff in my daughter's room, and uh, we switched rooms with her, with the studio and her room. We're switching, so we got like half our stuff in each room. And I'm doing the show in what used to be her room. She's still got like all this stuff in her room. And this fucking can you hear that? This fucking toy starts talking for no reason. Right when I'm talking about. God, that's so creepy. Stop it. Right when I'm talking about the legend. Stop it. The legend. Is that him fucking with me? From beyond the grave? That was really, really creepy. Some like uh, bird character in a drawer just started talking to me. Uh, anyway, the legend I'm referring to is Stan the Man Lee. Stan Lee, if that's you communicating with me, 
threw that weird toy in my daughter's drawer. Please make it talk again right now. Nope, I guess just a coincidence. Stan fucking Lee, the creator, well, the uh, puppet master in the Marvel Comics universe. 95 years old. He did a lot of, I think one of his lines was, uh, you should go watch all these Marvel movies for his cameos and then stay for the rest of the movie. (laughs) Uh, Roy Clark was 85 years old. Complications of pneumonia. You know, a lot of old people die from pneumonia. Um, I had pneumonia one time. I told my wife that, and she's like, I thought only old people got pneumonia. That's what they died from. And I said, no. A lot of people get pneumonia, but old people, when they get pneumonia, it's kind of like fucking death sentence. Um, but anyway, yeah, that was, that's what the case was for this dude. Let's see. Uh, what's that guy from The Simpsons? Um, President George Bush. Uh, how old was he? He was uh, 94. And, you know, I'm just fucking around. I guess I got to give him some respect to, uh, to the former president, 41st president of the United States. 43rd Vice President, member of the U.S. House of Representatives, and Lieutenant in the U.S. Navy in World War II. Oh, he was in World War II from 42 to 45. Who knew? Uh, maybe a lot of people knew that. But, uh, yeah, sorry, George Bush. George H.W. Bush. Uh, you seem like a good man. And, uh, well, he's dead. All right, next up, December. And the last month, and uh, the last person worth mentioning, I suppose, is Penny Marshall. That's right. She was uh, Laverne and Shirley and became a famous director. 75 years old. Complications of diabetes. She should have hooked up with uh, Wilford Brimley, who could have saved her. I think she, uh, I think she directed that movie uh, A League of Their Own, which is a fucking classic. Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Great fucking movie. Uh... I think she directed some other really great movie too, which is uh, something you should probably look up because uh, I'm already wasting too much time. Uh, so she's dead. So those people are all dead. 2018 has taken its fair share. Okay, uh, I think I'm done babbling. So let's start closing the show out with a little segment I like to call I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's I fancy that. Fancy, fancy. Fancy times are I fancy that's a segment in which I get to talk about something nice and positive for a change. Something happy and wonderful. All right, so this week, it's the Christmas times. And I have to say, I fancy when I get a gift that really knocks my socks off. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. This has rarely happened where I've gotten a Christmas gift that was huge. Okay, in my head, we're like, oh, fuck, this is a really great gift. It's only happened a handful of times. When I was young, it was a Sega Genesis. Now, I was not cool when I was young. When it came to the latest technology, I was way behind everybody. I didn't have shit that everyone had. All right, I never had any of the cool game consoles. So when I got this one, it was fucking mind-blowing. It was like, you know, a couple years old. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but to me, it was, uh, wow, this is a big, big fucking deal. And then it happened again, probably, Jesus, uh, when I was, 
in my 20s, my, my, I think it was my mom got me a PS3, I think. And I was like, oh my God, because, you know, maybe it was, was it PS3? Yeah, they played Blu-rays, right? Uh, yeah, so that was years ago. I got the PS3 and I was like, oh my God, this is a great fucking gift. And I think, you know, I think she got me the Beatles rock band and a PS3, which was fucking huge. And uh, that blew me away. And then I think my wife got me a PS4 a couple years later. But uh, yeah, so those kind of things like, wow, someone actually spent some good money on me. <laughs> Something that I really, really like and will use. And so uh, it actually happened this year. I went to my parents' house uh, after Las Vegas, and we show up, and it's early. We're uh, hanging out, eat the food, BS, having a good time. They're like, all right, let's go open presents. We go in the living room, and I always hate, hate, hate opening presents, especially when they, people want to, like, stare at you do it. I fucking can't stand it. Uh, so they gave me, uh, usually I get shitty gifts, too, which, <laughs> which is like, you go like, all right, great, thank you. And uh, But this time, boy. They hand me a big, giant, fucking heavy one. And my sister's like, you got the biggest present. Ah. She's like shitting on me. And it's like, well, I don't even know what it is. I have no idea what it is. So uh, my dad's like all excited. Go ahead, open it up. I rip off the packaging. And I literally fucking went, oh. And my eyes got big. My mouth opened. And I was fucking excited. This fucking guy, man. My old man. He got me a craftsman. A whole uh, a whole tool set of um, hand tool. What do you call it? Shit. <laughs> like power tools, you know, like the screwdriver, the drill, the uh, saw, sawzall, uh, all that shit with like the interchangeable batteries. I was like, oh my god, I could fucking use this. I've been wanting one of these so bad for the house, you know. He actually, uh, he got me. He found one at work, and he goes, "Hey, I." I found this drill. You want it? I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. And it's a really good brand. I forgot the name of the, <laughs> I forgot the, name of the brand. It's the yellow one. The yellow and black. And uh, he goes, yeah, the only thing is, I don't, there's no charger. I just found it. And no one claimed it for a long time, so uh, you can have it. And I was like, all right. And I love it. It's great. But there's no fucking charger. <laughs> and uh, luckily, when he gave it to me, somehow there was a charge. And, uh... I used the hell out of it until it died, and I got nowhere to charge it, and so that's that. So he surprised me with a brand new fucking set, and I was like, oh my god, this is fantastic. Something practical, like, I will actually use. Ugh. So, uh, that's that, okay? So what I fancy is when you get a fucking kick-ass gift, and it's legitimately satisfying. Oh! I fancy that! Alright! And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you. All right. This is where we uh, end on a negative note. Because who wants to end with happiness? Not this guy. I want to be angry. I want to piss and moan and bitch and complain and all that stuff. All right. So the fuck you moment this week is... Fuck you to the people in Old Town Vegas that think it's a great idea to stand around and do some weird, inappropriate shit so my poor, innocent children look at them. But James, you should have known better not to take them to Old Town Vegas, you stupid fuck. Yeah, I know. 
This really, this one's really on me. <laughs> Fuck me. You wouldn't believe the shit my innocent children saw. And uh, I guess I'm partly to blame. There was a lot of kids, like I said, all over the place. But uh, there, was a, there was a few assholes out there doing some dumb shit. Like uh, this one guy. He looked just like uh, Kurt Cobain with those white glass sunglasses on. He looked just like him, all dirty and fucked up. And he had a sign in his hand pointing. He was just showing it to everybody. And it said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> now, yes, I think it's funny. Uh, I understand why he thinks it's funny. But he had a straight face and he just started flipping people off. Uh, I, I get on the level when it's funny. But it's also inappropriate, young man. You shouldn't be doing that when there's families out there. Now, maybe that's the point. Maybe they don't want kids around. I don't know. I don't know what his, what his deal was. But another, another guy, he was standing around, and he had a Trump mask on. And the Trump mask had a big fucking greasy smile on it. And he was holding this big uh, string out in front of him, and the string was attached to a giant cock <laughs> and balls. <laughs> and he was bouncing it up and down. It was huge. It was probably like, like four or five feet long. And he was just, he was dancing and swinging around and, and, uh, and my son was fucking laughing and pointing. Look at that. Oh, man. Look at him. And I go, don't look at that. Don't look at it. Ah, fucking dickheads. Yeah, but you know, basically this is a fuck you to me because uh, what am I doing with my kids out there with all these fucking animals? <laughs> Although they are learning about life and uh, how creepy it is out there. And I don't know. It's just kind of helping them somehow, exposing them to some of this shit, showing them well some creepy stuff that's out there. Is are they learning from this? I I think probably instead of uh, having them sheltered from all of it and then becoming completely fucking shocked later on in life when they go out on their own. I think uh, I'm just dipping their toes in the water here of the fucking creepy river. <laughs> but uh, fuck me, as well as fuck those people. And uh, let's see, what else can I say? Fuck you. you know what I want? I want to say fuck you to. I want to say fuck you to the concept of watching old movies that you used to love, and then realizing they're fucking stupid. So many times my heart's been broken. Recently, it's been broken two times because I look back. It's like that. Uh, what do you call that shit? Uh, nostalgia. You look back with like, oh man, I used to watch that when I was a kid. I loved that movie, and then you watch it now, and it's like, oh my god, this is lousy. <laughs> Most movies do not hold up. The ones that I've seen recently, uh, we started watching Christmas movies during the whole month, and we got to jingle all the way. And I'm like, oh, man, this movie was great when I was young. Let's watch it. Oh, it was so bad. Fucking bad. The only good part of this movie was Phil Hartman, who was fantastic. Uh, but, yeah, this movie was not good. <laughs> I always remember it uh, being really great when I was a kid. Like, Oh, man, it's so fun. It's funny. But it's stupid. And then uh, the other one I just watched recently, sorry, Science Boy. Shout out to Science Boy. But uh, he had us come over and we watched Willow. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so bad. And it wouldn't be that bad if they would take off those stupid little tiny people. They really irritated me. Ugh. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't get into it. I'm sorry. I just Willow and Jingle All the Way really uh, two disappointments this month. Uh, but you know what? You live and you learn, and uh, you keep living and you keep learning. So I'm sure that will keep happening. But uh, what are you gonna do? 
All right. So, creepy assholes out in the streets being inappropriate. Fuck you. Hey, James. Yes, James. Taking your kids out to see those creepy, inappropriate people. Uh, fuck you. And the concept of nostalgia being raped and abused, much like that Trump puppet penis. Uh, fuck you. Fuck you. All right. That's going to do it. Holy Christ, did this one go long? Wow. Extra diarrhea of the mouth. <laughs> Sorry. I think it was that uh, year in review that really went a little too long. But really, isn't uh, this show much like life and this year, 2018? You have your highs and you have your lows. You take the good, you take the bad. You take them both and then you have the facts of life. The facts of life. That's words to live by, boys and girls. Okay, I will end the show with the same fantastic advice that I always give you, and that's simply, stay dangerous, my friends. Take it away, Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga! Tell me something, girl Are you happy in this modern world? You're searching for I'll fall In all the good times I find myself Longing For change And in the bad times I fear myself
don't like old people, fuck! You know that private pile? Get up here, you're too slow! Move it, move it! Are you quitting on me? Well, are you? Then quit, you slimy fucking walrus looking piece of shit! Get the fuck off of my obstacle! Get the fuck down off of my obstacle! Now! Move it! I'm gonna rip your balls off! So you cannot contaminate the rest of the world! I will motivate you, Private Pile, if it short dicks every cannibal on the Congo!